Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Good afternoon, Claire. Good afternoon, Jill. I've got Claire Edwards with me today. She's a registered nurse and an elder care consultant. Now, Claire, until I met you, I can't remember how many months ago I met you, I'd never heard of an elder care consultant, Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a fantastic idea. So maybe you'd like to say a little bit about how you got into this and then Mm. explain what it is. Yes, of course. Yeah. So as you say, I'm a registered nurse by profession, trained at Guy's Hospital in London more years ago than I care to admit to. Um, And that was followed by um, quite a number of years working in hospital settings. I was a senior sister and a discharge liaison nurse. Um, But I always had a very keen interest in what happened to older people when they leave hospital, what is the next chapter in their lives, if you like. And um, I eventually moved on to a a UK-wide company of independent care advisors, and I worked with them for um, 16 years. I was their director of care advice and nursing, and I created my own company. Claire Edwards Elder Care Consultant last April um, after my husband was diagnosed with cancer and we reached something of a crossroads in our lives in terms Mm. of where are we, what are we doing and where are we going and that is the decision I made and um, it's been an incredible journey and Mm -hmm. um, I'm really, really delighted to be in a position to be providing a very personal service to older people and their families when they are looking to um, understand what their care needs are, navigate the NHS social services, find the right care and access all available funding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a key area, isn't it? Because we are an ageing population mm-hmm. and most people want to stay in their own homes if mm-hmm. they possibly can. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's a brilliant service that you're providing. Um, and as you say, you are passionate about older people's rights mm. and a lot of elderly people don't know what those rights are. No, no, and that, that is a concern. And I think that the difficulty is that older people and their families um, uh, have these concerns and issues at a, a very difficult time in their lives. It's a very emotional topic, very difficult, causes a lot of strain mm. all round. Um, and it's really important that they understand who they should be speaking to and the questions they should be asking Mm -hmm. of course we are absolutely blessed in this country that we have the nhs and social services and they do a marvelous job but we all understand and appreciate that they aren't under enormous strain in terms of funding and other resources Mm. Um, but they are there they do a great job and um, it's, it's important that older people in their families understand and recognise their roles and particularly the individuals within those institutions who they should be speaking to and those questions they should ask. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, so what's the most common concerns that people contact you with? Um, well, there are a whole range of concerns, but t- typically um, people don't fully understand what is the difference between the NHS and social services? What mm-hmm. are the different services they provide? Um, and often when they're looking at the care needs of an older relative, whether it's the older person themselves or the concerned son or daughter who may be supporting them, understanding what those needs are and how and where those needs can be met can be very difficult for somebody who isn't familiar and hasn't been in that situation before. Mm. Um, And so um, understanding that uh, the NHS and social services are there to support them, the GP is vital. Um, Knowing where to find the right care is Mm. a really important part of this. It may be that they want to remain in their own home which as you've quite rightly said is always the place to start 
or it may be they're a little bit further along on their care journey and now need residential or nursing home accommodation. But knowing where to find the right provider of that mm. care and knowing which is the right option for that individual causes families a lot of concern. Mm. Um, and that is an area that I'm really in a very good position to, to help with, as are our statutory services. Mm. I, I think you're absolutely right. I know because as you know I'm, I'm in a sort of situation myself and you've got the whole emotion behind it mm. for the family yeah. and also siblings who might not agree with mm-hmm. the right course of action for mm-hmm. a particular mm-hmm. um, elderly person mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. when when um, older people and their families when they're starting to look for some sort of care what do they need to think about um, they need to be very mindful of um, their the medical conditions that are impacting on that older person's ability and quality of life. Mm. But crucially, um, of course, if the older person does have mental capacity to make decisions for themselves, it's really vital that those uh, that that person's wishes are respected mm. um, and that they are given the support they need in order to help make their wishes um, become a reality. Um, it's very, very difficult for an older person if they feel that they are being um, taken down a path that they would rather not go down mm. and may not be necessary. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, um, respecting the older person's wishes um, and supporting somebody to find the right care that is of their own choosing mm is really important. Of course, there are a lot of people out there who are not able to make decisions for themselves. They don't have mental capacity. Um, And again, it's really important that the person who is supporting them and acting on their behalf... Um, is making decisions that are in their best interests. Mm -hmm. But there are clear legislative frameworks in place to support older people and their families um, and to offer guidance on how these issues can be resolved and and, uh, and so on. Mm. It's, I guess, from my point of view, I almost wish that we had some sort of forewarning ourselves if Mm. we were going to be in that situation. Mm. So you could actually look and you could sort of pick something. It's a bit like planning your own funeral, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's such a shame that you can't because Mm. by the time you need some sort of care home Uh, or carers coming in, you're not usually in a state to be able to make that decision for yourself. So it's it's quite a difficult one to to work out. Mm. Um, So who should people speak to if they've got concerns? Um, Well, I think, you know, the person to speak to in the first instance is the older person that that needs the support but in terms of professional help um, clearly the GP has a fundamental role to play in helping people understand the implications of the medical conditions that are that are there Um, social services our adult Mm -hmm. social services through our local authorities have a legal duty to provide advice and information to all of us regardless of um, our financial status Mm -hmm. and um, Um, There's been a real um, increase in the amount of incredibly useful information that is available through adult social care websites now. There's a lot of information to be found there. Of course, there may be district nurses involved. There may be um, hospital staff involved. Mm. And clearly those frontline health and social care professionals are a really good place to start. 
If you feel that you are becoming a little bit frustrated or there are difficulties in the delivery of that advice, whether that be um, through financial or um, personnel resources, um, then clearly taking independent care advice is a, is a, a good idea. Mm. Um, and so my service for example I provide independent care advice to older people and their families across all the things that I've discussed I would be very happy to speak to anybody who was wanting an independent perspective and part of my role of course is to make sure that people are getting everything they are entitled to Mm -hmm. through the NHS and social services and helping them navigate those systems. Brilliant and I know that you can help assess the personal care and nursing needs and even um, accompany families on care home visits because I think for people who aren't used to doing that it's actually quite difficult to know what to look out for so having someone like you with them is, mm, is, is mm. A, just the perfect idea. Absolutely. Okay okay um, I'm just wondering if there's any more of your um, oh and you will also help with obviously accessing the financial support Mm. and communicating with other health and social care professionals. Claire, could you tell our listeners how they could get hold of you if they would like to speak to you for some advice? Yes, of course. Um, yep, they, they, are, they can call me on my, my mobile, which is 07415 or they can email me at ce at eldercareconsultant.co.uk. And your website is eldercareconsultant.co.uk. My website is eldercareconsultant.co.uk, yes. Brilliant. Claire, that's really, really helpful because I know there are so many families out there who will be struggling with this Mm. and it will just be great to know that there is someone there and I know there's some great advice on your website as well so um, thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. That was Claire Edwards, a registered nurse and elder care care, consultant um, talking to us today. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.